This is the Key to Authority podcast, episode number 37. Welcome to the Key to Authority podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Janish Pandya. LinkedIn is one of the dark horses of social media. Not many people utilize it properly to make the most out of it for their lead generation or for their sales for the business. Having a chat with Linda Lee in terms of key to the creating the perfect profile with Joe Saunders in regards to the key to attracting the right clients from LinkedIn, I had a chance to meet Daryl Griffin, who is also a LinkedIn expert and who talks about LinkedIn, but in a different sense. He talks about more in relating to generating leads from it. And that was the perfect topic I was looking for for this episode. So in today's interview, we talk with Daryl about the key to lead generation from LinkedIn. You might be wondering who Daryl Griffin is. Well, Daryl is a business social media mentor with a background in sales. He cut his sales teeth in the late 80s, making cold calls and knocking on doors, selling for numerous companies in the 90s and 2000s. He moved to Perth from the UK in the middle of 2012, knowing absolutely no one. But he had a hunch that the world of business was changing and switched his focus to social media as a tool for networking at scale and generating leads for his then employer, despite the initial skepticism. Despite their initial skepticism, the results from his efforts were really impressive. In 2013, 42% of the leads Daryl generated came straight from LinkedIn. Daryl now trains others in the art of business, social media, and social selling through his consultancy, Social for Success. But before we get into what Daryl has to share, I'd like to invite you to my upcoming event, Power of Podcasting, on the 18th of September 2015. In this event, I'm going to share how to use podcasting to get business. You see, the key to getting more business is standing out from the crowd, building strong relationships, producing valuable content, and connecting with your audience. And that all is achievable via podcast. Along with that, in this two-hour workshop, you'll discover how you can become the authority in your niche. Find out how podcasting can help build your powerful relationships with the industry influencers in your niche. Also, learn how podcasting can increase the demographics of your audience and a lot more. So to get details about this, go to keytoauthority.com slash power of podcasting to find out more. And I look forward to seeing you there. Now, here is Daryl Griffin. Hey, Daryl, welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. We caught up uh, quickly just last week or so, and we had a nice picture on LinkedIn posted of us. And <laughs> It was excellent. Uh, it was brilliant, and I think people might have been surprised how awesome the picture was, especially considering it was a LinkedIn professional platform. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've, got to, uh, you've got to shake it up a bit sometimes, haven't you? Absolutely. And I got connected to you via Joe Saunders. She mentioned that you another authority in the space of LinkedIn and I have to connect with you and find out what you do. And that was the, what the coffee chat was about. And after that, I was like, yep, we've got to get you on the podcast. We've scheduled some time and here we are. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Janish. Pleasure to be with you. Daryl, so tell me a little bit more about how you got into this whole LinkedIn thing. And 
what keeps you going in it? Okay, well, uh, I've worked in sales, sales profession for 25 years, a little bit longer than that now, actually. And uh, basically, to cut a long story short, in 2012, when uh, we moved as a family to Perth, discovering that I knew absolutely nobody professionally, taking for granted that after sort of 10 years of being a company director in England, I'd forgotten how long it takes to build trust and relationships with people uh, and potential customers. I was hired as an account manager for a a medium-sized sign manufacturing company uh, and was pleased to take that role. But within a few months, it became very clear that it was a different role to that which I had hoped. Uh, It was very estimating-based and had little uh, human-to-human contact, which is something that I sort of thrive upon. And I asked the directors if I might have a slightly different role, which involved a little bit more human contact. And um, they kindly allowed me to tweak my role to a more of a business development role rather than account management role. And added to that mix was a social media strategy. And I literally threw myself into LinkedIn. I looked at the other signage companies' presences on LinkedIn and decided that my strategy that I had in mind could work because there wasn't anybody really stepping up to the plate in terms of having a kind of like an established strong presence in the space. So I decided to apply a certain strategy to it. Within four months of a lot of hard work, six hours a day probably on LinkedIn to begin with, within four months I'd exceeded the targets that they'd set me for the whole year. So that was the first part of it. Second part of it was that by the end of the first year, I was 140% over target. 42% of all new business for the company had come through LinkedIn. I realized that I was onto something with what I was soon to discover was called social selling. And it's basically the art of using social media to engage with potential customers ahead of their purchasing decision to inform and equip them and help them to make wise buying decisions and, and position yourself as a sort of a go-to expert in your field. Having had a couple of years of success with that, with my then employer, I decided to embark on a consultative, consultative, <laughs> consultative role um, advising and teaching others how to do the same. Thus, uh, originally, Originally, Social for Sales was launched and not since been changed to Social for Success because there's still a lot of stigma around the word sales, unfortunately. But in essence, I train professionals and businesses how to use social media for business, particularly for lead generation with LinkedIn. That's a really great story in regards to you've learned it by doing it and there's no other better way to learn, I guess. I do say that I uh, teach what I've tested and preach what I've practiced. So uh, I'm certainly coming at social media training from the cold face of, of sales, from using and teaching stuff that has worked for me rather than hoping that it works. So, Daryl, in terms of then, you would have generated quite a bit of leads for your past company and with also your current clients. So what is the key to generating leads 
from LinkedIn? Well, there, there will be several aspects to it, but um, all of them have to be done concurrently, really, in order to form the one key, if you like. Um, so what I would need, where I would need to start is that you need to ensure that you have a world-class, client-facing, customer-focused profile. Now, um, most LinkedIn profiles are CV or resume in style, but if you actually want to relate to your customers with LinkedIn, then you need to change the focus of your profile first and foremost. What we've been discovering um, through some of the statistics that have been provided, some of the research that's been done, um, is that people who buy in business are now typically around two-thirds of the way through their buying decision before they're prepared to speak to somebody on the telephone or in person. Um, and they're doing all of their due diligence or a great deal of it online uh, before that before uh, being able to being willing to engage with us so what I encourage my clients to do is to tailor their profiles to engage with potential clients at the earliest stages of the buying process and there are three stages prior to purchase the first stage of the buying process is need awareness so we become aware of a need or a want. The second stage is information search. We go searching for information around that need. And then the third stage of that process is evaluation. We evaluate the alternatives in the marketplace before we decide to buy something. So I encourage my clients to understand that somebody may be looking at your profile, aware of a need of your services. Are you empathizing with them from your profile? Um, can you are you relating to their pain points and are you providing all the information because they're 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 searching for information are you providing them with all the information that they may need so that when they come to evaluating you against the other offerings in the marketplace you are positioned extremely favorably what we need to understand that all this is taking place typically before somebody's prepared to speak to us so some of this stuff is going on in secret, quote unquote. So we need to position ourselves digitally really excellently. We need to understand the buying process that people go through. We need to be able to relate to them through that process so that when people are dealing with the digital us, it's as good as dealing with us in person. And that's the challenge. And what do you do to make sure that happens? Well, as I've just been sharing, you do need to ensure that your profile is as close to a digital representation of you as it can be, but with a customer focus. So it's about empathy and it's about information. And so that's the style. That's a foundation. That's the foundation. With LinkedIn, typically anything you do with LinkedIn um, proactively typically means that people come look at your profile as a result so it needs to be excellent if you want people to trust you regard you as an expert in your field so that's just the, the first that's the foundational part um of the key if you like the, the, the second part is to become conversant with the advanced search tool um so that and this is probably the most neglected part by people because typically people are regarding this is what I find with most people that I help. They're quite, they've been able to, to manage some of the attract, what I would call the attractional side of LinkedIn, i.e. 
set up that profile to a relatively okay standard, but really, you know, connected with a few people, but don't really know how to proactively reach out with to, to prospective clients. Um, so mastering the advanced search tool where you can actually you know, begin to, you know, whatever market it is that you are seeking to break into, there's a likelihood that you're going to find people that you'd like to do business on LinkedIn. Uh, how do you begin that process of um, engagement, if you like? So I teach my clients how to use the advanced search tool, and then I encourage them to use a particular strategy. I teach four C's, and uh, I'll share those with you now. The four C's, Daryl's four C's, are connect, converse, coffee, customer. And it's a process to take a online engagement offline towards somebody becoming your customer. So obviously this is something that works on a sort of local. Most people will seek to connect with people and sort of prioritize that because we sort of think that what's, that's what social media is all about. I actually teach people to prioritize the conversation. So if you can engage somebody in conversation, you can build rapport, you can create context, and you can conceive relationship. This is what I believe LinkedIn is all about. I call it a relationship conception tool, which all sounds a bit weird, but the, the essence of it is, is, is that if you can build relationship with somebody in an online context, you can very quickly reach a point where you can invite them to meet for a coffee and take it offline. And so this is a strategy that I teach. If you identify customers, again, I just reiterate that this is typically on a local level. For a wider context or sort of an international context, you might decide that actually my I would replace my coffee with a Skype chat or something. But in essence, I teach a strategy to Try and move your uh, online relationships towards an offline um, face-to-face conversation. And I have found typically in my experience that a coffee chat with somebody, you know, unless you meet and you simply do not get on, can't promise that we're going to get on with everybody, but in my experience, I've, I've never sat down with a coffee for a coffee with somebody and not at some point in the future quoted for their business. So I encourage people in, in terms of my clients and a couple of clients spring to mind who are doing this proactively now. Um, I encourage people to seek to reach out to three new persons per day. They don't necessarily have to be definite potential clients. Um, there is some, certainly in a, in a city like Perth, there is some advantage in literally connecting with Perth people, but I won't focus on on that particular at the moment. But if you seek to reach out to three people per day and seek to begin a conversation with them, that's fifteen persons per week. It's approximately fifty per month. Very approximately five hundred persons per year. I found in my experience, typically you'll get a fifty percent response to any conversations you seek to start with people. Um, so that's 250 conversations, even very conservatively. You should be able to convert 250 conversations. You should be able to convert 20% of those into coffees. 
um, which is basically 50 coffees, potentially 50 new clients for your business just by seeking to put in place what I call a sort of a, a consistent day by day strategy of reaching out to three people on social media every day. So, um, it worked for me. It was working for a couple of my clients. And so it's something that I will continue to preach. Uh, Daryl's four C's. And so the first one is more the client focused profile. The second one is becoming conversant on LinkedIn. And what's the next one? Cause I'm not getting more curious. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So the first, so the first one is laying the foundation of a, of a customer focused profile. The second one is becoming a proactive sort of it's becoming missional with LinkedIn rather than just attraction or waiting for people to come to you isn't really what it's about if you want to generate leads with a tool. So um, the third would be become the go-to expert in your field. So using LinkedIn's publishing tool, for example, to become a thought leader. Share your expertise so that people are left in no doubt that you are the go-to guy for what you talk about and what you profess to be experienced and expert in. Um, so many people are neglecting this as well. We, we've, we've reached a point in history where it's, it's not wise to hide your expertise, waiting for people to come and find it because our customers, potential customers now are digitally empowered. They are truly king and queen of their own destiny when it comes to buying something. They don't need to come to us anymore. They can go to Google. Uh, they can go to LinkedIn. They can go to several sources and find information. And so we either provide the information or they get it from somebody else. So my argument to my clients is become the go-to person in your field whilst that position is up for grabs. Because currently, largely in many, in many professions, that position is still, still up for grabs. So be proactive and, and take it. So, so it's not only actually, I would, I would argue that there are different ways you can become a thought leader. I think actually what you're doing, Jenish, with, um, podcasting is a way to establish yourself as a thought leader. Um, video is another very, very powerful tool. And that's why I'm very keen to use it. So, uh, Dale, that's really great because I always talk about becoming the go-to expert. And they, as you mentioned, there's quite a, uh, different ways to go about becoming the go-to expert, be it the LinkedIn posting or blogging or through video. And by the way, if you guys are listening to this, make sure you check out Dale on, uh, on his Periscope because it's he hangouts there and you can find out what he's talking about the video and how he connects with the audience there. So quick shout out for that. But uh, uh, what's the next bit? Because we're running a little bit short on time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally, um, I just mentioned ensuring that you're top of mind with your network. When you start connecting with people, engaging, conversing with people, you want to on a daily basis, if possible, share something valuable to your network. So you either curate content. So what I mean by that, you actually find articles that your, your network might like to read using tools like Google Alerts to help you find 
articles that are relevant or but better still create your own branded content so i i like to use a tool like canva.com c-a-n-v-a.com to design my own branded graphics for linkedin i'm happy to to advise anybody that wanted to perhaps email me as to the best way to do that and i'll leave it there shall i Oh, that's really great because I'm also a big fan of Canva and that's what I use for my graphics for the podcast and a lot of other things. So that's wrapping up. So we're talking about laying the foundation through the client-focused profile, then becoming, what do you call it, conversant or creating those conversations and bringing that to offline. So I really love that aspect where you're connecting the online and offline because quite a few people miss that. The third being becoming the go-to expert, the authority in your space, the thought leader, and those, because that's very key in what I do. That's what I'm, the whole podcast is about, but also what your niche is and dominating it. And the last is being top of mind because my mentor, Ron Gibson, he talks about this all the time. It's like, if you're not the last person they remember yesterday, then they'll find someone else. So you have to be there. So Daryl, thanks all for all that. So what's a quick action that our listener can take in regards to generating leads on LinkedIn? Take this away. Don't try and sell. It just doesn't work. You will fall and you will hurt yourself. Um, basically, people aren't ready to buy in, in the social media space. We have to understand that there are three stages before they buy something. Just to reiterate very quickly, that is they become aware of a need. They've gone searching for information so they can evaluate that information against the other offerings in the marketplace. If you try and sell during those stages of the buying process, you are likely to put off and offend people. Far better to build relationships, get to know people, build trust. People do business with those that they know, like, and trust. It's very, very important to do that in the digital space. So don't try to sell anything. <laughs> yeah, that's a really great tip because as soon as I get a LinkedIn message saying, well, this is what I have to sell for you, I'm like, yes. unconnect, and that's it. Precisely, precisely. <laughs> so, Daryl, how can our audience get in touch with you and find about more what you do and where do you hang out online? Obviously, LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, I'll find me on LinkedIn. Obviously, the spelling of my name will, will uh, probably find me fairly easily. That's D-A-R-R-E-L. G-R-I-F-F-I-N. I don't think there's, I think there's one other Daryl Griffin, the real estate guy in the United States. And that'll be easy to find. LinkedIn is the obvious place. Um, Twitter is pretty active there as well at Daryl underscore Griffin. Um, and website, although that's in development at the moment, my new website, all the W's, social for number four success.com. Um, or drop me an email. Um, Daryl, that's D-A-R-R-E-L at socialforsuccess.com. Great. I'll put those links down on the show notes and looking forward to catching up more, obviously, on your Periscope as well. Daryl, thanks a lot for coming along to the show and sharing those insights about generating leads on LinkedIn because some people just forget that online and offline, those both worlds have to go hand in hand rather than separately. Yeah, there's no separation anymore. It's all one in the same. It's just uh, digital is a precursor to a face-to-face. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Daryl. Cheers. 
Bless you, my friend. Take care. Daryl's advice regards LinkedIn and using it for lead generation hit home because he not only combined the online world, but he also combined it with the offline with his 4C method. So I invite you to try it out and test it out and see how that can work for you in your business. Today's action for you is more of a mindset around how to act and behave on LinkedIn. It's about thinking in the sense of not trying to sell on LinkedIn or any other platform for that matter, because people on LinkedIn or any other social platform are not there to buy. They're more there to connect with others and they're more there to find out more information. So think about that when you're communicating and when you're talking to people on different kinds of social platforms, but especially LinkedIn. And remember Daryl's advice of about building trust first and then working on that and using the 4C method. So to get all the details and links talked about in today's show, go to keytoauthority.com slash EP037 for the show notes. Also remember to sign up for the upcoming workshop on the power of podcasting if you really want to find out how you can get business from podcasting. Till we talk next, keep generating leads from LinkedIn. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.